Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a Friday morning. Good Friday, too. It is Gil Alexander. Numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Jeff Parlay is here, too. How you doing, Jeffrey? It's Friday. It is. Let's play these games already. Yeah, let's, let, let's, let's, get, let's get into it this week because oh, last man. night was... Really non-competitive, even though there was eight yards away from probably the most ridiculous backdoor cover I've ever seen in NFL history. <laughs> My line uh, halfway through. Once, once Darius Leonard punched out that fumble last night when they're up fourteen to seven, and then had the short field, I, I pronounced the uh, competitive portion of this evening over on primetime action. That's what it turned out to be. We'll talk about that briefly, the Jets and the Colts last night. Usually we come in here Friday, we have a whole autopsy of the shenanigans that would take place Thursday night. There's not much to say about that last night, but we will get into it briefly. Vinny Maliulo, first of all, second hour. Coleandro uh, Felica and Maliulo. It's the uh, law firm of Coleandro Felica and Maliulo. Jeff Coleandro joins us for a rare NASCAR segment. Chris Velico in college football for BSPN's College Game Day, of course. And then Vinny We'll be joined by Ron Flatter to talk a little Breeders' Cup. So let me get this straight. We're doing soccer today with Paul Carr coming up. We're doing NASCAR with Coley Andrew, and we're doing Breeders' Cup with Flatter and Malilo. It is a carnival on the show today. We'll talk football in between all of it. Dr. Bob will be here for college football plays as well. Uh, and Jeff and I will uh, talk about our Megapod play. So the Megapod, for those who don't know, the Beating the Book Megapod is a podcast that has existed for, what is it now, Jeff, 47 years that that podcast has been around? What is it, 46, 46? I, I, thought it was, I thought it was 50. Since the inception of podcasts, that podcast has been around. And uh, Mike Palm, Todd Wishnev, and the current version of Staples. This week, Las Vegas Chris and Jeff Parlay were kind enough to join us for a rare Wednesday night, late night, Megapod. And we'll, Jeff and I will go through the picks that we had. We'll answer all the questions. What was the biggest favorite? What's the biggest favorite we think is most likely to lose outright? The game we want no part of. Teaser of the week, our three best bets, sides and totals. We'll do that. For Las Vegas Chris's, Todd's, and Mike's, you'll have to listen to the podcast itself, but we'll do that here momentarily. First, a um, couple things. One, we have breaking news in the National Football League. Jeffrey, what do we got here? Yes, uh, inevitability is the name of the game on this one. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. 
uh, officially is no longer a Cleveland Brown. Chas vechalila that they shouldn't talk about this anymore on ESPN. <laughs> God bless America. The, the two sides came to a resolution uh, earlier this morning. Ian Rappaport, uh, the first one on saying it was a fi- oh, official. Uh, so Beckham is out. He's heading to waivers, which uh, in all honesty could create a very funny situation if a really bad team decides to claim Odell Beckham Jr. What a- What's mainstream media going to do for the next three hours? They haven't slotted to talk about it. Uh, all right, so OBJ out at Cleveland. You're right, inevitable. And then yesterday after the show, literally right after we got out of the show, you showed me a text, maybe five, ten minutes, when we walked out of the studio. Uh, Terod Taylor announced by the Houston Texans as a go for this Sunday's game against the Dolphins, which eliminates the Dolphins from survivor consideration for those that were considering them. Um, I would think, immediately, and really just drives home a point about the Houston Texans franchise that I talked about last night on Primetime Action with Matt and Kelly about, which is, what what is this franchise doing? If you are a fan of the Houston Texans, that rare endangered species, the fan of the Houston Texans, you have to be looking at your team and being like, can we get anything right? Can we get anything right? First of all, there was the Bill O'Brien GM years, which were maybe the worst episode of a GM from start to finish of anything we've ever seen. We don't even have to go back into that. But let's just say the DeAndre Hopkins trade being the the crown jewel of those years, if you know what I mean. Crown jewel, obviously, used uh, in quotes. But just, just recently, just think about what they've done. So the Deshaun Watson thing, regardless of how you feel about how that's going to get adjudicated, if it's going to get adjudicated with Deshaun Watson off the field, What the Texans end up doing is just continuing the purgatory of Deshaun Watson. They end up getting nothing for him in a trade, and he's just sitting there. So there's that. Then, as the trade deadline approached, they go ahead and they trade Mark Ingram, but don't trade Brandon Cooks, which makes no sense whatsoever because you're a football team that just needs to tank the rest of the way. You're not going anywhere. If you're going to keep both of them, keep both of them. If you're going to trade both of them, trade both of them, but don't do one and not the other. That's what they did. And then yesterday, and here's the key to this, Jeff, with a bye next week, the Texans have a bye next week. They go ahead and instead of telling Terod Taylor, hey, man, uh, you know that hamstring still kind of hurts. Maybe you should just sit because we're not really trying to win football games. They go ahead and say, yeah, Terod Taylor's playing this week against the Dolphins, even with a bye. So what are they going to do now, win a football game? What, What good does that do them in the long run? Oh, my God. If we're playing five-dimensional chess, though. I thought I was. No, even more so. Remember, Houston has Miami's pick. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, you were playing five-dimensional chess. Oh, jeez. And they're 1-7, in seven, so it matters. The Dolphins, that is, as well as the Texans. My God. All right, uh, last night's game, if we must... Uh, the Jets and the Colts. Colts end up winning at 42-30. to 30, And Jeff pretty much covered the main points. 45-30, to 30, pardon me. Jets end up uh, making it the most interesting possible backdoor cover that if the Jets cover that, where do you rank that in, in backdoor cover history? That's got to be close to the top. In the NFL, I can't. I would not have been able to remember a more ridiculous one than that. When, when we do the show special... Great moments in backdoor cover history here on a numbers game. That would have been the crown. I think it might have been tops because it was 42 to 10. The Jets provided no resistance defensively, particularly to the Colts running game, where Jonathan, not only Jonathan Taylor, but really Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines both went off. Taylor uh, specifically with the most going off numbers, if you will. Uh, he ended up. Taylor did. Let's get the uh, let's get the exact numbers on this just to uh, drive the point home. But what ended up being just an absolute no resistance performance by the uh, the Jets. Taylor eight, uh, excuse me, nineteen for one seventy two and two touchdowns, including the seventy eight yarder. Hines six for seventy four and a touchdown. Anyway, the Jets end up outscoring the Colts twenty to three down the stretch of this game, and came within eight yards. Eight. Eight yards, no, make it seven officially. Seven yards of the backdoor cover. And Josh Johnson, who came in relief of Mike White, was really angry at that, at that pick that got tipped and then picked. 
because he really thought I'm, I'm engineering a comeback here. And I had texted you during the uh, the Jets game last week against the Bengals when Mike White got hurt, and I was like, I think Josh Johnson's the dude you want in this situation. Turns out he left, and Mike White came back in, and then Mike White had the historic game. But Josh Johnson against a what do we want to call that? A quasi prevent? Wasn't like full on prevent. I, I thought the Colt defense was playing yeah. as close to straight up as you possibly can in a route. It wasn't a full prevent by any stretch, and, and he played well. Uh he was he was actually really great. But I mean, just think in one week's time, we went from not ever thinking the name Mike White to a week later when he got hurt in a 7-7 to game, being so despondent about it, being like, oh, I can't believe Mike White got hurt. Jets were good. Jets were going to make this a competitive game. But I ask you, so really there's nothing else to say about it other than it's a cosmetic final score. It was almost one of the great backdoors ever. Uh, Colts really were never threatened truly in this game. Uh, congratulations to however many people picked the Colts in Survivor. Who knows? We can estimate maybe 20% of the pool. I don't know. A lot of us had used them. Those that hadn't, who picked them. Um, but as a Jets fan, as a fan of that franchise that you are, God bless you for being a fan of that, a fan of that franchise. Now that you've seen Mike White throw for 405, and now that you've seen Josh Johnson have them come roaring back, do you say to yourself, my God, what did we do picking Zach Wilson? Like, what is? It, what was the point of any of it? It is too early to panic because it is still a very small amount of a sample size, still five games and a quarter we have seen from Wilson. But the numbers are jarring on yards per play with the other two guys as opposed to Wilson because they're bottom three with Wilson and they're totally league average with the other two guys. Actually, slightly above league average with Mike White and Josh Johnson because they averaged over they averaged eight yards a play basically last night in that game. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm in the camp now that you can't rush Zach Wilson back until he's 100%. He can't play next week against Buffalo unless if he is 100%. Because Johnson and Mike White have already shown, all right, they're at least capable. Um, I feel bad for Mike White, though. Because it really was a fluky thing that happened. He, it sounds like he just, the nerve gave out on him in his arm. Yeah, got hit when he threw a ball. And then, uh, yeah, a shooting pain, I guess, from his forearm to his pinky or yeah, whatever they said it was. he couldn't feel him he couldn't gra- he couldn't have a firm grasp of the football yeah that'll do it sometimes yeah um, and he was playing well too again <laughs> Colts 45 Jets 30 uh Josh Johnson finishes the game with a uh, with a really good stat line so white was seven of 11 for 95 when he got hurt with one touchdown no picks wasn't sacked Josh Johnson 27 of 41 for 317 three touchdowns and one pick. All right, we were supposed to do our Megapod picks at the uh, at the start here. We uh, we sort of ran into it, but let's let's start from the back. Let's get one of the Megapod questions in first. Of the big favorites this week in the National Football League. All right, so obviously the Colts now in the rear view, so we can't include them. But of the other big favorites, Buffalo, fourteen and a half point favorites on the road against Jacksonville. Uh, let's use all the six and a halves too. New Orleans, six and a half point favorites at home against Atlanta. Baltimore. Six-point favorites. I'll lose the sixes, too. Baltimore, six-point favorites at home against Minnesota. Dallas, ten-point favorites at home against Denver. Kansas City, seven-and-a-half. Let's call it seven now, home against Green Bay. Uh, and finally, the Rams, seven-and-a-half, hosting Tennessee. And Pittsburgh, six-point favorites, six-and-a-half, somewhere in that pocket, hosting Chicago. Which of all of those is the most likely to lose outright? Kansas City Chiefs. Agree 100%. Kansas City Chiefs, even a Jordan Love. After that display on Monday, that would be the answer to the one of the uh, one of the two staple Megapod questions that we ask at the end of each and every Beating the Book Megapod podcast. I think it is Kansas City, man. Jordan Love and the Packers more likely to uh, to win that game than any of those other big dogs. We'll come back. Soccer, Premier League picks. Paul Carr next. Numbers game. Visa the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Once again, the show brought to you proudly, as always, by BetMGM Nevada. And do not forget, with BetMGM, there is always action ready to happen. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports if you haven't already. It's the premier sports betting app here in Nevada with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today. won't take you but a few seconds. And stop by any MGM, uh, MGM casino on the strip, that is, with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes. And then, bam, start placing sports bets from any Anywhere in Nevada. It's that easy. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I threw in a bam there, Jeff, just to drive home the point. No? Nothing? Okay. Uh, we get tweets at Bane of the Book. Always appreciated. This is from uh, this is from cancer-free uh, from, oh, I don't know what he's saying beyond that, but congratulations on that for sure. He says, as Gil, or, as Gil and I have been saying for some time now, uh, the Sunday-Monday of Thanksgiving week is going to be a bloodbath for Circa Sports Survivor. Uh, there will be massive carnage, not one gimme between those 12 games, not one favorite of 7-plus, uh, and most games will be four points or less. I, I absolutely agree. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, if we're all fortunate enough to get there, a lot of hurdles to get there before then, Thanksgiving itself being the most prominent of them, that's the hardest single week of the year for sure, at least on paper. This is from Josh Wallace. Hey, Gil, I work in a loud area. I can never listen to your pods because the uh, volume is too low. All my other pods come through loud enough. Is there any way to increase the volume? Love the show. Thanks. Con! Get producer number seven on the horn. (laughs) We'll work on that. Thank you for the feedback uh, on that. We'll see what the story is there. Uh, and this is from, do, do, oh, showing the Achilles injury to May last night. Yeah, total Achilles. Classic Achilles. See the Marcus May uh, Achilles injury? Non-contact. You know what he does there? He looks back to see if someone kicked him in the heel. When I ruptured my first Achilles, that's exactly the sensation I had. I thought this guy trying to steal the ball from me in basketball did that wraparound thing. I thought he like came too close and stepped on my heel. By the way, he never stole the ball from me. Uh, Dustin R. Smith Crazy backdoor happened this just this last week, Houston against L.A. But uh, we were talking about this. We think last night's would have been more amazing because it would have backdoored all the spreads from open to close, whereas the Houston one against the Rams only did the closing number backdoor, didn't on the early ones. So that from a betting standpoint, uh, betting standpoint rather. Uh, let's see here. Kip Heisterman, Baltimore most likely to lose outright? No. Chiefs have good losses, but that game against the Giants was too close, so I see your point. Oh, just 
randomly talking through what we were just talking about before. Um, about do, you, do you trust Minnesota to go on the road and beat a real team at this point? I don't. I don't, but he has a point. I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. Impossible. Like, of all, the, of all the survivor options, is Baltimore the one that you ultimately want to do against Minnesota? Not really. Not really. Not really. Uh, let's bring in a man who plays his own survivor pool, but also gives us Premier League picks every week. And what a season he is having as well. It's Paul Carr. How you doing, Paul? Doing well. Yeah, brutal survivor week. And you mentioned the Thanksgiving. I was just looking at that before this because I was trying to map out a few weeks ahead. Yeah, like you said, I don't know if there's a game that's more than a four-point spread. I see, like, Chargers at Denver, and I'm getting excited. Ooh, that, that'd be a good one. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, we, we all we got to get there first. But, man, is that that's just... That whole week is a gauntlet for sure. Yeah. Paul, what's your Premier League record thus far this year? Uh, I believe it's 19 and 11, up about seven and a half units. All of which have been given out on this here program, correct? Yep. And correct. last week you were two and one, but the two were big dogs, as I recall. Yeah, one I think was plus 105 and one was one plus 140 or so. Oh, yeah. oh right. so not as big as I thought. plus money on both of them. Plus on both, not as big as I thought, but still, still. So that, that is a fine season. All right, yeah. so we head into uh, this week. You have another three-pack for us, sir. I do. I kind of landed on several favorites this week. Uh, the, the general theme is kind of bet against the bad teams and or Manchester United, depending on how you feel about them. I've been kind of down on Man United all season, so I'll start with them. It's the big game of the weekend. It's the early game tomorrow. But I like a Man City win at Manchester United. Minus 135 is the price I got. Uh United's just kind of been a mess, and Ronaldo keeps bailing them out, and I don't think they can keep doing that. Uh, City's been the best team in the league. I know they lost to Crystal Palace last week, but Manchester United doesn't press the same way that Crystal Palace does. Uh, and what United does struggle with is teams that high-press them back. And by that, I mean when Man City loses the ball, the forwards and midfielders go after the other team's midfielders and defenders and try to get the ball back as quickly as possible. Uh, United doesn't do well handling that. City does it really well. And I think that's going to turn into just a lot of City scoring opportunities. City's defense is even better than Liverpool's, uh, which uh, means that City is just in a great spot to win this game. They have much better offense, much better defense. I like them even on the road uh, and laying a little bit of juice, minus 135 for me. That would qualify as the marquee matchup of the weekend in the Premier League, Absolutely. I would imagine? A Absolutely. Manchester Derby, one of the bigger games in the league for the last 10 years since City got all the, the oil money in and <laughs> rose into the top ranks of the league. All that oil money. Man, Man City yeah. uh, tied for third currently in the uh, Premier League standings. Man U tied for fifth currently uh, with Arsenal in the Premier League standings. Chelsea atop the uh, the leaderboard with 25 points through 10 games. Again, 38-game marathon still in front yeah. of us. Okay, uh, you have two more. What's next? I'm going to start with Brentford and Norwich. This is two newly promoted teams. Uh, Norwich has not won a game this season, and they've been outscored 25-3. to 3. That's not good. Ooh. And wow. There, there's some, they've been unlucky, but you know, their expected goal difference is about minus 11. So it's about half of what it, their goal difference is. But even that is still the second worst in the league. So they've been unlucky and bad. It's just a brutal combination. Uh, Brentford, on the other hand, looks like they know what they're doing. They're 12th in the standings, probably a little bit better than that overall. So I like Brentford to win this one at home. I'll lay the juice again. Minus 160 uh, is my price here. Again, Brentford has lost a few games in a row, but I'm not concerned just because they've been playing better opponents. Again, they know what they're doing. If you just watch them, it's kind of like watching the Patriots as opposed to watching, say, the Jets. Like you, you watch the Patriots just in general over the last couple of decades. You can tell they know what they're doing. Uh, you watch the Jets and you're like, yeah, I'm not quite sure they know what's going on. Uh, that's kind of what it's been like for Brentford and Norwich this season. So I like Brentford in this one. Yeah, Norwich, uh, as you said, through 10 games, 0-8 and 2, three goals scored, 25 against for minus 22, oh. grand total of two points. On this pace, they would set some pretty uh, oh, horrible, horrible Premier League records, but a Man. long way to go. And then finally, what do you have? All right. I'm going to take Brighton home win against Newcastle. This game also on Saturday, so all three of these are on Saturday. Newcastle also hasn't won all season. They're in the middle of a manager change. They are expected to hire Eddie Howe, although he probably won't take over by this game on Saturday. Even if he does, it's not like he's going to you know, come in and change things in the next 48 hours or 24 hours or so. Uh, Brighton, they're in eighth place. That's how good they've been generally this year. They also like to press a lot. Newcastle has not handled the press well. Lots of turnovers for them. And again, Newcastle has not won all season. They 
if Norwich isn't the worst team in the league, it's Newcastle. They have actually have a worse expected goal difference, meaning the quality of shots they give up and take. Uh, you'd expect Newcastle to have a worse goal difference than Norwich this season. That's how bad they've been. Uh, so they have a new manager that's coming in, but nothing's going to change. And in the two games under their caretaker manager, they've been very conservative. Uh, they haven't tried to open up. They do have a couple decent attacking pieces, but they haven't shown that the last couple of weeks. So I think, you know, Brighton goes out and takes care of business at home in this one. Minus 155 is the price I got. I'd play it a little bit higher. All right. So available. last year, last week, the, the theme was play on good teams. Very simple theme. This week yeah. it's play against bad teams or teams yep. playing badly perception-wise, right. Man U. Uh, so yeah. you're on Man City, minus 135 uh, at Man, Man U. Brentford, minus 160 versus Norwich, and then Brighton, minus 155 versus Newcastle. Always shop around for the best price available. Uh, you and Parlay were separately came to the same same thought about Odell Beckham Jr. By the way, who, in case you missed it this morning, the Browns and Odell are uh, formally formalizing their separation as opposed to just telling Odell to stay home and then the next day saying stay further home. Uh, <laughs> you were saying the most comical place he could end up would be. I think Detroit, just because <laughs> like he's going to be frustrated with Jared Goff after one play. Or one series. That not would take be time at all. Awesome. That would yeah. be tremendous. So for just sheer catastrophic entertainment value, I feel like that's going to be it. And you know, and you know, they may win two or three games if they're lucky this season. So uh, I feel like that would be the most comical place. Oh, that would be fabulous. All right. There's and, some. You know, I was going to say there'd be some interesting spots too. You know, I don't know, Baltimore. The Raiders always seem to bring in reclamation projects. See, Patriots, I, 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 you know, a boyhood team was the Washington football team. They could use a wide sure. receiver, but I'm like, I don't. I don't what are we going? He's not the guy right. I want. You know, it's just he's right. gotten to that point as a player. Uh, and last thing, you are in a survivor pool, but you're in a small yeah. survivor pool, so it's a little yeah. bit of a different calculus. Who are you taking this week? Yeah, very different. We're actually down to single digits after uh, several people went out on the Bengals last week. So to be honest, I have not decided yet, but. Based on who I have available, it's probably going to be Dallas. This is assuming Dak starts. Uh, the Steelers are my other option, but uh, I, yeah. I don't trust. Well, A, I don't trust them, and I'm probably going to have to use the Steelers next week against Detroit. Uh, the, those, so are, that, those are the last look. two times you could use Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, I'm with so you. I'm I don't trust Probably Dallas, but that's assuming Dak starts, and I don't go crazy over the next 24 hours yeah that would suck to pick him and then find out that he not but he says it's safe to say that's his exact word safe to right. say that he will thank you paul appreciate it man you bet have a good weekend paul carr at paul carr on twitter c-a-r-r true media networks expected value podcast coming back dr bob on college football next on a numbers game at visa the sports betting network a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN midseason football special is here for only $99. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on VSIN.com and the upcoming college hoops betting guide. It's a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, you have some. Uh, some boxing shenanigans. You're being polite to the word shenanigans, I think, Gil. Uh, from Shams Charania, of course, of the Athletic uh, and NBA Boxing World crossover, per sources. Former All-Star and two-time Olympic gold medalist uh, Darren Williams, formerly of the Utah Jazz and the New Jersey and Brooklyn Nets, will fight on the Jake Paul-Tommy Fury undercard bout on December 18th. And this is where this even gets even crazier here. Frank Gore, the third time, the third all-time leading rusher in the NFL, is a possible opponent for Darren Williams. Oh my god! And this goes under the category of what are we doing, guys? What are we do? I had Darren. Did Darren Williams ever strike? He's a guy who was going to be a boxer after his career. My goodness! Great college uh, career. Boxer in, in quotes. We already saw the Nate Robinson debacle six months ago. <laughs> Frank Frank Gore. Oh man. By the way, that was the other thing, since you bring up the all-time rushing list. Adrian Peterson getting re-signed by the Titans now threatens to knock Barry Sanders out of the top five rushers of all time, for those who care about such things. But Gore firmly entrenched with exactly 16,000 yards rushing. Uh, number three, now he's going to be a boxer. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, uh, let's talk some college football, ladies and gentlemen, from somewhere outside of Denver, Colorado. It's Bob Stoll, Dr. Bob, not an actual physician, but a Dr. Bob nonetheless. How you doing, Bob? 
I'm doing all right. Um, how are you? I'm good. How's the uh, how's the good. Co- how's the college and pro football seasons going? After a blazing start, Gil, I've been sort of on a slow decline lately, but um, still still profitable in both college and NFL. But um, things will rebound. I mean, NFL has been great for six years at 59%. So I, I expect to, to be more profitable by the end of the season. And college has been weird. My math model has been working fine. If you guys go, anyone on your, that listens, I've been we talk about my free analysis page sometimes. The free analysis uh, plays are extremely good, well over 60%. Uh, those are leans. And unfortunately, the best, best, and strong opinions are over 50%, but not that much over 50%, whereas the free stuff is well over 60%. So it's just been sort of a weird year. The math model is working in general, but sort of on the lesser plays and not on the plays that I'm giving out to my clients. But that all sorted stuff out. I'm, I'm still confident that we'll do, do well down the stretch. Maybe a good time to uh, to check those out for sure. Uh, let's talk about just one more key matchup before I get to your uh, to your best bets here. Uh, A&M and Auburn. Did this number come down where your numbers pretty much had them come down? Um, I don't know. You know, I lean with um, with Auburn here. Um, I, it's not on my radar, honestly. I mean, it was just one of those games like, okay, I'm not going to be playing this game, and I just could have moved on. Um, I get Auburn by – yeah, it's getting it's getting close. I actually lean with – I mean, when it was plus four and a half, I was like, eh, know, there's a little bit of interest in Auburn here. I think I think it should be more like you know, A&M by one or something like that or pick them. Uh, I don't know what the recent line move is now that you mention it, but um, I'm probably still not involved. Oh, it's around four and a half or five. If it if it goes up a little bit more, I'd be interested in Auburn. That's certainly the side I'd look at. Okay, just curious because that's uh, one that I'm uh, curious about this weekend. Uh, you have a position in the Oklahoma State West Virginia game. The Cowboys favored by three and a half. Not your mom and dad's Oklahoma State Cowboys, where we came, we became very used to really high-powered offenses and not much defense. This is more of a defensive team, really, uh, than we remember. But West Virginia is pesky. What do you got here? Oklahoma State favored by three and a half. Well, yeah, Oklahoma State is an elite defense, actually. Um, They're much better defensively than West Virginia is. And West Virginia, pesky, yeah, I mean, they they, they went last week uh, against Iowa State. And that's probably given us some value here. I think this line should be higher. Uh, West Virginia is... You know they're they're barely better than average on national scale on offense, zero point two yards per play. Uh, better than average offensively, there's zero point two yards per play. Better than average defensively on a national scale. That's not good for a Big Twelve team. So they're below average Big Twelve team. Oklahoma State is nothing to speak of offensively. Although their offensive rating for the season was dragged down by the first couple of games when Tay Martin, their star receiver, was out in weeks two and three, their first two games against FBS teams. So they really struggled in those games. But since then. Uh, their offense has been much better, especially their passing offense has been much better when Tay Martin has been on the field the last uh, six games or so. He's averaging over 10 yards a target and close to 100 yards per receiving yards per game. So he's made a big difference. And there's some value because because Tay Martin is back in the two games he missed. They were terrible. Um, but defensively is where they had the huge edge. Uh, they're 1.2 yards, you know, 1.2 yards per play, better than average defensively. Whereas West Virginia is barely better than average defensively. I just think it's a game where West Virginia does not score 20 points. Not many teams are scoring 20 points against Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State should, should at least scratch out 24 points or more against a pretty mediocre defense. So, I just think it's a value play here. I think Oklahoma State should be favored by six and a half or seven. So, um, I laid the three. It's up to three and a half. I still think it's a a good play up to four and a half actually. So, Oklahoma State minus the points. All right, Oklahoma State current price three and a half. Half good up to minus four and a half per Dr. Bob Bob Stoll. You can follow Bob at Dr. Bob Sports. Uh, pardon me at Dr. Bob Sports on Twitter. All right, and then uh, this ain't sexy, but value is value. Utah State eighteen and a half point favorites at the juggernaut that is New Mexico State. What do you have here? Well, it was the line was seventeen earlier in the week, uh, Gil, and and somebody moved that line. That was my clients. <laughs> I, I released it at seventeen and a half. It's now up to eighteen and a half. I think anything less than twenty is good here. New Mexico State has the actually worst defense in the nation. Um, they're giving up seven point two yards per play against a pretty easy schedule of offenses. Utah State's offense uh, is 0.9 yards per play, better than the average team that New Mexico State has faced. Now, um, 
the Aggies in the first four games played really bad. The Aggies of New Mexico State played really bad offensive teams the first four games. In the last four weeks, they played decent offensive teams. They played Hawaii twice, a home and road series. They played San Jose State, and they played Nevada. And those four games were giving up nearly eight and a half yards of play and 45.3 points per game. Now, Utah State's offense is about the same as, the, as those four games combined. Those teams combined are about the same as Utah State's offense. But I think Utah State will score more than 45 points because they run their offense at such a fast pace that they'll have one or two more possessions. And I think they'll get around 50 points in this game. So the, the key is, you know, just, you just need New Mexico State to score less than 30, I think, and which I think will be the case. Uh, they're not a good offensive team. But Utah State's not a good defensive team either, but that's about a wash. I mean, Utah State's defense is about as bad as New Mexico State's offense. So I think New Mexico State's projected score around 25 points in my math model. That should be not enough to keep up with what Utah State puts up with their high-paced offense. And by the way, Utah State, I talked about on the show before the season and gave them out as one of my season win totals over. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were only over three i think or three and a half three and a half and what are they now six and six and two six and three or something like that five and three um so utah state's been underrated all season and and i and i like them i also like that they're not likely to let down here that's a big thing with big road favors they tend to let down but this team won only one game last year and i looked up how teams that were bad the previous year they don't take anyone for granted in fact teams that had a win percentage of 400 or less the previous season are 62 percent against the spread as conference road favors of more than 14 points going back to 1980 it's even better more recently 19-6 and one against the spread more recently so bad teams that were bad the previous year don't take anyone for granted so they're going to come out and they're they're in the running for to make the mountain west conference you know mountain west title game so I think they're going to keep the pedal down and and run up a lot of points here. Okay, so it's Colorado State uh, at three and a half. Excuse me, not Colorado State. That was last week. Pardon me. Let's get back. It's uh, Oklahoma State minus three and a half, good up to minus four and a half uh, in their game against West Virginia. And then Utah State currently at minus 18 and a half, good up to 20, you said, Bob? I said 19 and a half. No, a good up to 19 and a half. The six and as, two. As a, as, a, as a bet worth making. I mean, they're still likely to cover 20, but as a bet worth making up to 19 and a half. Okay. So the Aggies are up to 19 and a half. The six and two Utah State squad at New Mexico State. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it as always, man. All right. You have a good weekend, Gil. Appreciate you, it. You too. Dr. Bob. Bob Stoll, everybody. Predictive uh, sports pioneer, meaning using algorithms, using math models to predict sports. Way back in the day, back in his days at uh, the University of California. Uh, back to the Megapod. Uh, we, we answered one of the two final questions on each and every Megapod, the Beating the Book podcast, the Beating the Book Megapod that I do with Mike Palm and Todd Wishnev every week. That was which of the big favorites was most likely to lose outright. And both Jeff and I agreed that it was the Kansas City Chiefs, even with Jordan Love on the other side of the field. The other question at the end of the show is, if you lived in a bizarro world and you had to bet a side on every single NFL game on the slate, but you got one free pass, one game where you wanted no part of whatsoever. So in this case, you had to bet 12 of the remaining 13 games, but one game you would uh, refrain from betting on the side. That game for you would be? So I said on the pod, I said Dolphins, Texans, but that was with the assumption it was going to be Davis Mills. That is absolutely incorrect now with Taylor, and so I uh, am in agreement with what you're going to say, Gil, with the Raiders and the Giants being the one game I wouldn't play on the side. Yeah, on the side. I might have a different opinion on this on the total, but on the side, I have no idea. Just what's swirling around. I mean, again, Raiders obviously with the rugs situation this week. Giants with COVID false positives. No idea what you're getting from that football game on the side. We'll come back. More Megapod stuff, our three best bets. But next, let's talk a little NASCAR. Jeff Coliandro, numbers game. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game once again. Don't forget, it's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. And uh, don't forget, become a weekend warrior at BetMGM with the King of the Weekend. It's a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log into your account and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotion section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 to go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six in the right order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours. Plus, hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account and try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game new to betmgm download the app today and make weekend football even better only at betmgm the king of sportsbooks visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years or older to wager please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in nevada skill alexander jeff parlay with uh, another nfl note here I actually have a few here. Oh. Uh, the number one of no, Trevor Simeon, is going to get the start for New Orleans. Yeah, pretty much which figured, we pretty kind much of expected. That was uh, Taysom Hill was finally cleared in practice yesterday. I think Sean uh, Payton it, is, is, he feels like he's he's okay having Taysom still in the Taysom role, doesn't he? Still feels that way. We'll see. So. And Simeon, look, Simeon played pretty well last week against Tampa Bay. He is all right. Yeah. He's, look, he's a totally solid backup. Not going to win anything of significance with him, but if you're in New Orleans, just get to the playoffs, and that's a good season. It's another team in Survivor. You trust them with Trevor at, at the helm against the Falcons, even if, though it is the Falcons? I don't know that I do fully. I probably wouldn't do it, but yeah. that is a big coaching advantage. Yeah. Arthur Smith, by the way, still only 40 to 1 for coach of the year at DraftKings. Stop it. Sure. Yeah. Well, well that has value if Atlanta wins out, Gil. So yeah, there you go. Needs another zero, is what that yeah. means. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Dawson Knox isn't going to play again with the uh, broken hand for Buffalo. I know that's a big line, but. Um, that is there. That is Josh Allen's second most reliable weapon. Not there yet again uh, with Knox and uh, Saquon Barkley and Xavier McKinney of the New York Giants, who uh, had COVID positive tests earlier in the week, are back at practice today because those COVID positive tests were false positives. Oh, how about that? False positives for Saquon uh, and crew. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we used to, on Fridays, we used to have the uh, law firm of Coleandro, Felica, and Maliulo on the show. And, uh, well, Jeff hasn't been on the show in a while, but it is the NASCAR championship, and we bring him back today. How you doing, Jeff? Great to see you. Excellent. Great to see you guys. Gil, you look wonderful. And, hey, we've got our perfect storm this weekend. You know, what does it take 
to make NASCAR a really viable bet, it takes three things. It takes practice and qualifying. We've got that. No ominous forecast. Weather looks good in the 80s. And then the king of all, the value across sports books. And we're going to see that as the race draws near. Jeff, I don't look great. You look great. You lose weight. You look wonderful. Uh, thanks, Gil. Just trying to model myself after you the best I can. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's stop with that now. <laughs> All right. So here we are. It's great It's it's great to actually talk about this because it's it's Chase Elliott, uh, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., uh, some of the usual suspects. You know, we, we've talked about them for years when you come on the show race by race, and here they are at the top. Now, it's the NASCAR Cup Series Championship race. They're not the only four people on the track for those who don't follow NASCAR, but they're the ones competing for the championship. Larson plus 175, Elliott plus 350, Hamlin plus 400, and Truex Jr. plus 450 to win the race itself. Um, do you believe the person who ultimately wins the championship will win this race as well? Let's start there. I do. I do. I, I think this is really Larson's championship to lose. And, uh, you know, provided he can connect all the dots, I. He's been heads and shoulders above everybody else. He's won more races than the other three combined this season. So uh, he's just been uh, phenomenal. And there are the uh, odds to win the championship itself. Larson plus 140, the short shot. So you're betting on Larson here in which you're basically betting him to which way are you doing it? To win the race, to win the championship? What market are you betting? uh, I already had him to win the championship, a bet that was made way back, uh, I think, in April. So we've got him at 6-1 to to win the title. I would bet on him to win the race at this point. Okay. Uh, I think that's that's the better bargain because when when it really comes down to it, you see the other competitors kind of let these guys sort it out for themselves. So uh, winning the race is very common for the for the title winner eventually. So just backtracking a sec, because you said something in there where you're like, oh, we got the practice. You got the exact kind of perfect storm to handicap this kind of thing. Is that is that what has sort of made it harder for you over time, would you say, is that you're not getting the same kind of schedule that we did? Or is that just a, a relic of COVID and now we're back to how it was? We are, we're not back to how it was. There is talk that next year it will resume similar to how it used to be back in the old days when I used to come on with you. Uh, I think they're going to go to a truncated uh, schedule next year where they're having like 30 minutes of practice, but any practice is better than no practice. And we're finally getting that this weekend. And that's one of the three keys uh, to making NASCAR a really good bet. All right. It makes sense. I mean, for those wondering, did you banish? You're like, what happened to Jeff? That's part of, <laughs> part of the reason. Um, yeah. Really has been the reason. So any other yeah, bets? That's, that's... Yeah. Any other bets here besides to win? Were there head, heads that you played or anything else? Not at this point, because we're going to have some practice tonight. Uh, I do look at Kevin Harvick. Uh, right now, he's 35 to 1. If somebody were to sneak up and win this race outside of the top four, I think Kevin Harvick has the best value at 35 to 1. Uh, I do look for him in the head to heads. Also, William Byron against Brad Keselowski at a minus 120, 125, depending where you shop it. I think those are the two outside of the main four that really could kind of disrupt the apple cart. Okay. And for, for any updates on what you're playing, they can go to NASCAR Visionary on Twitter? Yeah, definitely. We'll have some updates this weekend as practice and then qualifying happens. And uh, we'll go forth, and, and it should be a great race. Uh, Kyle Larson has been amazing this year. In all the years we've had the show, Larson is the most dominant of any really? season we've gone through. Absolutely. Really? Because we've had some super dominant yeah. stretches in the past. That's for we sure. sure okay. Yeah, that's saying sure something. Have. Jeff, I yeah, he, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, he's got the most laps led since Jeff Gordon going back into the 90s. And, and just I know how Jeff Gordon resonates with you, Gil. So I... <laughs> he's, uh, he, look, he's been incredible. It's his race to lose. Yeah, no, we've had, I mean, I can think of stretches on this show where we had we had guys just completely dominating. So that's saying something. Uh, and I really appreciate, Jeff, not only you coming back, but also taking the approach of, hey, if I feel like the way that they're doing things now doesn't give me an edge, I'm not going to come on here and just give random picks for the sake of giving them. So I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, the edge is learned from practice 
into the race, not leading into the race into the weekend. All right. So Jeff Coliandro, everybody, at NASCAR Visionary for all his updates. Thank you, Jeff. You got it. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Good luck. There you go. A little, do- little dose of NASCAR for you, for you, uh, Jeffrey Parlay. Uh, back to the Megapod for a second. So here were my three best bets. Every week, we give three best bets, each of us on the show, either sides or totals. And again, uh, Las Vegas Chris, Parlay were our guests this week. Mike Palm and Todd were remote. Todd Wishnev were remote to uh, hear Las Vegas Chris's plays, his top three. Todd's and Mike's, you'll have to listen to the beating of the book Megapod, but Jeff and I will share ours. Mine, my top three this week, um, I really, really like Green Bay plus the seven and a half. Sorry to say it, uh, you know, hold your nose, but I'm going to, I'm after seeing what the Chiefs are like, just to me, the most impatient football team that there is, Patrick Mahomes' mechanics look all off. Andy Reid gets really impatient with a good running game, and he's like, ah, let's just hurl it. He'll just throw it down the field again. Uh, I like the Packers plus 7.5. I don't think they're as bad of a football team as Aaron Rodgers tries to make them out to be. So I like the Packers plus 7.5. Got to get the hook, though, on that. I, the, the hook, I'm not sure, exists anymore. I like the Patriots minus 3.5. Uh, the Patriots, to me, they should be able to dominate a P.J. Walker-led Carolina Panthers team, whether... We see Christian McCaffrey or not. I really like the Patriots there at minus three and a half. And then as far as that Raiders-Giants game, I don't want anything to do with the side on that game. But I'll play the under, 46 and a half. I have a feeling we could see a bit of a sleepwalking performance in this. We had Bryant McFadden on, the former two-time NFL champ on primetime action the other night. We talked about the difference between the Gruden issue and then the Ruggs tragedy this weekend. Um who uh, had a DUI that resulted in the the death of a 23-year-old young lady. Um, I'm taking the under 46.5 in the Raiders-Giants game, and I know it sounds callous to talk football with all that's going on, but obviously that's the prism through which we come to you. My six-point teaser, my favorite two-leg six-point teaser, teasing the Rams down, teasing the Rams down in their game against Tennessee. The 49ers were dogs. They're not there anymore, but when they were in Wong teaser range, I teased them up. So I have a Rams 49ers teaser. Rams minus two 49ers plus eight and a half. We already talked about the big favorite that I think is most likely to lose the Chiefs in the game that I want no part of on the side is the Raiders and the Giants. We'll get Jeff's top three picks and his favorite six-point teaser leg uh, after the break. Chris Felica on college football. Hopefully not from the mosh pit of a... uh, Insane Clown Posse concert, but we'll find out. That's always fun. Next, Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.